This programme was produced at and first aired on NPR, Manawatu People's Radio, with support from New Zealand On Air. Kapai Irarangi Tomotu, NPR. If you're a fan of NPR, listening to our podcasts and live stream has never been easier. Just search for accessmedia.nz on the App Store or Google Play and download the app with the Kiwi Fruit logo. Once you've got it, pick Manawatu People's Radio from the list of stations and go find your new favourite show. Good morning and welcome to the second part of our Catholic radio program where we'll be sharing a radio liturgy with you during which time we'll pray together, listen to and reflect on the scriptural readings for the day, there'll be some spiritual music and hopefully there'll be some news from around the parishes. I'm Peter Hurley and once again in this COVID situation we are unable to make a live broadcast in the studio So we are pre-recording this, and joining me in the studio are Dorothy Bowe and Brother Kevin Dobbin. Now, because NPR only allows two people in the studio, I've got uh, Brother Kevin with me at the moment, and sitting outside is Dorothy, or or Dot Bowe. And so, good morning, Brother Kev, and welcome. Thank you, Peter. Good morning, everybody. Well, today is the first Sunday of Lent, and on Ash Wednesday, we commemorated the start of Lent, which actually reminds me that I didn't actually have any pancakes the day before on Shrove Tuesday, but never mind. Lent actually means springtime. It's short for lengthening, and that is the lengthening of the days, as in the Northern Hemisphere, the seasons change towards summer. That's when winter's darkness begins to give way to an ever-lengthening light of the day. So while we traditionally see Lent as a time for fasting and penance, and it is those things, we also prepare to rise up and look forward to a new season of hope and joy. So yes, Jesus fasted for 40 days, but it's not all doom and gloom. And as we consider what's happened over the last few weeks, the increasing threat of COVID, the war in the Ukraine, the protests that took place in Wellington, we certainly do need to look forward with hope and remember that in spite of the bad and the evil that is present amongst us, Lent is first and foremost the celebration of the presence of the Lord among us. For he has come indeed and he comes to stay. He comes to live with us, to suffer with us, 
and even to die into the past and rise with us to embrace a newness of life together. in the river Jordan, he spent 40 days alone in the desert and the devil came to tempt him. Well now, Jesus, you must be pretty hungry there. Why don't you turn these rocks into bread that you can eat? Because man cannot live by bread alone, but from everywhere that comes from the mouth of God. Forty days and forty nights. Then the devil took Jesus up to the holy city and sat with him at the top of the temple. Well now, Jesus, if you are the Son of God, I'll throw yourself down for sure, the angels will save I will not, for the Old Testament says we should not test or tempt the Lord our God. Forty days and forty nights showed him all the kingdoms of the world. Well now, Jesus, you see all these kingdoms here. I will give them all to you if you bow down before me. Go away, Satan, leave me alone, for we shall only love and serve our God. And now let us begin our liturgy as we acknowledge the Holy Trinity by saying in the name of the Father and of the Son 
and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. On Ash Wednesday last week, the Church invited us to start on the Lenten journey, which is a journey towards Easter. <clears throat> Lent calls us to a change of heart and a fuller living of the Gospel. In today's Gospel, we hear of Jesus' struggle against temptation and we acknowledge that he will help us in our struggles. Lord Jesus, you were sent to heal the contrite. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Christ Jesus, you came to call us to repentance. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you plead for us at the right hand of the Father. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. And let us pray. Grant Almighty God, through our observances of Lent, that we may grow in the understandings of the riches hidden in Christ, and by worthy conduct pursue their effects. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, for ever and ever. Amen. And now, Brother Kev, would you start off with the first set of readings for our listeners, please, and then I will pause and we'll switch round and Dorothy will come in. A reading from the book of Deuteronomy. Moses spoke to the people, saying, When the priest takes the basket from your hand and sets it down before the altar of the Lord your God, you shall make this response before the Lord your God. A wandering Aramean was my ancestor. He went down into Egypt and lived there as an alien, few in number. And there he became a great nation, mighty and populous. When the Egyptians treated us harshly and afflicted us, by imposing hard labor on us, we cried to the Lord, the God of our ancestors. The Lord heard our voice and saw our affliction, our toil and our oppression. The Lord brought us out of Egypt with a mighty hand and an outstretched arm, with a terrifying display of power and with signs and wonders. And he brought us into this place and gave us this land, a land flowing with milk and honey. So now I bring you the first of the fruit of the ground that you, O Lord, have given me. And Moses continued, you shall set it down before the Lord your God and bow down before the Lord your God. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Be with me, Lord, when I am in trouble. Be with me, Lord, when, when I, I am in trouble. trouble. You who live in the shelter of the Most High, who abide in the shadow of the Almighty, 
will say to the Lord, My refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Be with with me, me, Lord, when when I am am in trouble. trouble. No evil shall befall you, no scourge come near your tent. For he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. Be with with me, Lord, when when I I am in trouble. On their hands they will bear you up, so that you will not dash your foot against a stone. You will tread on the lion and the adder, the young lion and the serpent you will trample underfoot. Be Be with me, Lord, when when I am in trouble. Those who love me I will deliver. I will protect those who know my name. When they call to me, I will answer them. I will be with them in trouble. I will rescue them and honor them. Be Be with with me, Lord, when when I am am in trouble. trouble. The second reading is from Paul's letter to the Romans. Brothers and sisters, what does Scripture say? The word is near you, on your lips and in your heart. That is, the word of faith that we proclaim. Because if you confess with your lips that Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For one believes with the heart, and so is justified, and one confesses with the mouth, and so is saved. The scripture says, No one who believes in him will be put to shame. For there is no distinction between Jew and Greek. The same Lord is Lord of all and is generous to all who call on him. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. The word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to to God. God. (laughs) A reading from the Gospel according to Luke. Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan and was led by the Spirit in the wilderness, where for forty days he was tempted by the devil. He ate nothing at all during those days, and when they were over, he was famished. The devil said to him, If you are the Son of God, command the stone to become a loaf of bread. Jesus answered him, It is written, one does not live by bread alone. Then the devil led him up and showed him an instant all the kingdoms of the world. And the devil said to him, To you I will give their glory and all this authority, for it has been given over to me, and I give it to anyone I please. If you then will worship me, it will be all yours. And Jesus answered him, It is written, 
Worship the Lord your God and serve only him. Then the devil took him to Jerusalem and placed him on the pinnacle of the temple, saying to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down from here, for it is written, He will command his angels concerning you to protect you, and on their hands they will bear you up, so that you will not dash your foot against a stone. Jesus answered him, It is said, Do not put the Lord your God to the test. When the devil had finished every test, he departed from him until an opportune time. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. And thank you for sharing those readings with our listeners. In looking at uh, the Gospel, I was reminded of a homily that I heard from Monsignor Dave Bell um, about two years ago, and I thought I might just paraphrase some of the things that he said at that time. He said there are temptations all around us, and at the conclusion of the Lord's Prayer, we ask not to be led into temptation. But temptation in itself is not a sin. Sin results from our free and conscious will in giving in to temptation. And temptations come in all shapes and sizes. Someone trying to lose weight, for example, may be tempted to have a cream bun. Um, somebody having given up something for Lent may be tempted to, <laughs> to, to just sneak that, uh, that little delicacy in during Lent. Um, for those who tend to procrastinate watching a film or going on the internet rather than doing the tasks they do could be a temptation. Um, and just as an aside, uh, there was going to be a meeting of the Procrastinators Society and the notice of the meeting on the hall door said the meeting had been postponed till next week. Well, all right, today we encounter the humanity of Christ he himself was tempted, not once, but three times. They refer the temptations to the needs of the body, our relationship with God, and our quest for power and glory. Jesus reminds us that we don't live by food alone, that we should not test God, and that power and glory are immaterial. What is really important is worshipping God. In ordinary terms, bodily desires, passion and want can overtake us. And we are reminded that there's more to life than food, clothes, shelter, a, a motor vehicle, a car. When we have a football match coming up or a lotto competition, we should not put the Lord to the test and say, oh, please let me win that lotto to this weekend. <laughs> while we are likely to prostrate ourselves in front of the devil, sorry, while we are unlikely to prostrate ourselves in front of the devil and worship him, we might be tempted to neglect our families or to choose power instead of the sanctity of a good relationship. Today's gospel is meant to be understood as addressing the temptations that we confront in everyday life. It invites us to consider our humanity from the viewpoint of Christ who overcame temptation. 
And we are also reminded that Jesus was himself human as well as God, and Jesus the human did not give in to temptation. Turning away bread is not so much about fasting, but recognizing that there's more to life than food. When we come near to the end of our lives, what will we have left? Let's not look at our lives, not in worldly ways, but overcome temptations with the eyes of faith and look at our lives in terms of faith. Human relationships are good in themselves, but a good relationship in entrusting to God is better and lasts forever. Look to Jesus, therefore, to show us the way to God out of our own humanity that is centred not on ourselves, but centred on the love of God. As Jesus entered the desert, so we are invited now to follow him into the desert of Lent. So let us pray now for ourselves and for the world. For the Church, that the Spirit will deepen our identity as Christians, inspire us on our Lenten journey, and help us to live as faithful disciples. Lord, hear us. Lord, hear our prayer. May the church around the world repent of her sins against children and vulnerable adults through the misuse of the people's money and through the abuse of power. Lord, hear us. Lord, hear our prayer. For those affected by the COVID-19 virus, that their fears be allayed and that they will be healed and that people heed Pope Francis's words that to be vaccinated is an act of charity. Lord, hear us. Lord, hear our prayer. For peace in our troubled world, that there will be an end to the violence in the Ukraine and that the innocent are protected, that there will be care and support for the refugees. Lord, hear us. Lord, hear our prayer. For those who have died, that they find eternal rest in the kingdom and that those grieving for them find comfort. Lord, hear us. 
Lord, hear our prayer. Merciful God, hear our prayers today. Grant us the grace of this season to grow in holiness and become more like your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, in whose name we pray. Amen. Amen. time for some news about what's going on from around the parishes 
So, Dot, could you give us yep. some of that news, please? Well, yes, we've got a few bits and pieces here. Of course, we'll start off with the Linton Reflection Programme in the Cathedral. You can have it at home as an individual, a small family group, or a small friendly group. Or you can meet at the Cathedral in the Parish Lounge, either on Tuesday from 5 to 6 p.m. or Thursday from 7 to 8 p.m. Now, there is... In the um, in the gathering area at the cathedral, you can pick up information there. Um, Sue Ryan is in charge of it for. Um, we'll go on to now. Um, St. Vincent de Paul, of course, is looking for volunteers. So is the cathedral. We're needing volunteers to do little jobs and that because... There is bits and pieces that have to be done now. St. Vincent de Paul thanks everyone for their continued support at their food bank. And you can still get, uh, you can give money also. Don't forget that the um, envelopes, Lenten envelopes, can be picked up in the parish foyer. And what can Oscar? Oh, if you've got lost any property at the cathedral in the last six months, it is held. It's in the gathering area, but if you haven't collected it by the seventh of March, it's going to Saint Vincent de Paul. So get in there quickly. Yeah, <laughs> that's dead right. And at this time, we'll actually pray for all our sick parishioners around the diocese. We just bring them to the foot of our Lord's Cross. And we also pray for any deceased members um, in our diocese. A public rosary is going to be said in Palmerston North, in the square, under the clock tower, every Wednesday at 6pm. Righto. We're going to come to an end now, and God bless. And thank you. Thank you, uh, Dot, for those uh, notices. Also, just a reminder that at the moment the Cathedral Parish Office is uh, closed to people actually visiting the office. Um, they've, uh, they've got a, a bit of an isolation issue with a, a, a contact of COVID. Um, however, you can still contact the office. So uh, if, there's any, if you need to contact the office for any reason, you can still phone and get in there. And that concludes Catholic Radio for this week, but we'll be back again next Sunday at the same time. So from me, Peter, and from Dot in the studio currently with me, and Brother Kevin, who was here and who has now left, thank you for having been with us. And as we journey through Lent in the next few weeks, let's not look at the whole season and how to deal with that, but just work through one day at a time.
one day at a time One day at a time Sweet Jesus That's all I'm asking of you Just give me the strength To do every day What I have to do Yesterday's gone among men Well, Jesus, you know if you're looking below it's worse now than then Pushing and shoving And crowding my mind So for my sake teach me to take one day at a time One day at a time Sweet Jesus That's all I'm asking of you Just give me the strength To do every day What I have to do this show and others like it by giving a donation. For more information, go to www.mpr.nz forward slash donate.